Welcome to the A Show. It's the assertive asshole show for July 8, 2020. How's it going, everybody? How was the Canada weekend? How's the 4th of July weekend? You know, June Team 2.0, people call it. How did it all go, huh? Are you wearing your mask? Are you are you saying fuck it? And then I don't give I don't give a shit for the symptoms. And then go Brazilian wax on it. Brazilian fucking president. Yeah, did you hear about that story? The Brazilian president, the Trump South, Trump South basically, has tested positive for the coronavirus, and he just shrugs it off. It's like it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, I was. Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, that's his name. I was never able to get his name right. And then, uh, but yeah, he tested positive, and Trump isn't. He's another right wing populist, and then he gets into a fight with the state governors, like the gov- the president over here does with his fucking state governors. And uh, why am I not surprised? So, and then uh, obviously the numbers are going up, you know, and then the reopenings have slowed down again. And if you want to hear my thoughts on it which none of this is surprising uh go listen to my uh, freedoms episode from uh what the fuck was the episode episode 162 yeah my freedom you know this is back in the end of april before all the blm protests and before all the yeah this is during the time of you know people taking guns to the michigan state capitol and shit they made the international news at this point and then, uh, yeah, we're really getting like a fucking hundred thousand like cases a day, and I'm sure we're already at that point. And you know, yeah, oh, why are the death numbers down though? You know, if the death is down, it's not as severe. But I'm just going like, well, hold up, you get the cases with the symptoms now, and then you get ICUs filled up and shit, and then also. Uh, people don't die immediately from the fucking virus. And then, uh, you know what the fucked up thing is about this virus? People don't realize everyone thinks it's a respiratory pneumonia-like syndrome and all that. Well, I heard, you know, a couple months ago, you know, before the whole, ooh, virus is mutating. I mean, it always mutates, but the, the degree of mutation is really the question. And then, th- again, this virus is not even a year old. So, how the fuck do we know everything now? But basically... This virus, aside from, you know, being a respiratory virus, uh, it also attacks other organs in the body, like the kidney, the pancreas. I don't know if it attacks liver too, blah, blah, blah. So people are having, you know, still the smelling, cannot smell, cannot taste things, still last. You know, I think Rudy Gobert said he can start smelling but cannot taste still or vice versa it might take up to a year to get it back get one of those back fully uh and then you know the researchers in germany that i saw over the long weekend and the holiday weekend was that hey uh we see some uh and from the autopsy after the person dies uh yeah they're severely damaged but it didn't get to a death level because you die from the lung disease first so lung you pick Pick a poison. You want to die from the lung or the pancreas or the liver or the kidney? Which one? Which one fuck you want? Huh? I mean, everybody's focusing on the ventilator and all that stuff. Yes, the respiratory syndrome, is like the illnesses and syndrome is like the immediate threat. But yo, other parts of your body, even if you recover, yo, we don't know the long lasting effects of these. And then everybody's health, especially in the America. Yeah, I kind of said it at the end. I just go, healthy Amer- young Americans. I just go, dude, I see a fucking double chin. And I sound like I'm fat shaming, but I'm like, no, like, I'm not. I'm calling out what it is. I'm fat factoring right there. 
If the BMI looks like your face says, and then the rest of the body overall says, you look like you're over 31 BMI, dude, your body needs more oxygen, and then it's not a good BMI either. Yeah, BMI is not the indicator. I just count, I just guesstimate with my eyes, like I fucking weigh the chicken breast when I was losing my weight. I just guesstimate with my eyes, and then I just know from weighing myself all fucking day, you know, seven, eight times a day, I roughly know how much I weigh with clothes on, walking weight, when I wake up in the morning, when I go to sleep. I have a good idea, you know, with the water weight and all that shit. So from that, and then looking at the photo, I just go double chin, triple chin. Yeah, no, that ain't healthy. It's relatively at risk compared to other Asian and European countries. But anyways, I'm not going to hear to talk shit about the so-called healthy people uh but yeah so there are a lot about this virus that we don't know and fuck novavax i'm still pissed about that fucking company they got 100 they got 1.6 billion dollars uh just this week on the operation warp speed from the federal government and then the fda was it and then they already raised like 300 million from the Gates Foundation funded company and then they raised, they hired a dude from one of the bigger pharmas and all that shit. So they're raising a lot of money and capital and then I just it passed 100 and fucking 10 dollars or some shit today and I was so mad cuz I I mean pre-split price yeah what of that is like the 1 to 20 pre like the reverse split this is about just over 5 dollars. And then at one point, it was like fucking $30 or some shit. So this is like, yeah, dude, like pre-split, this had better times too. Like if you look at the prices now, like, oh my God, it reached as much as like $260 or $300 close to it, which is really $15 a share in its lifetime. So, you know, I just go, yeah, just keep that in mind. They had to reverse split to stay on the fucking index without going under the penny stock level. And do I regret selling it? No. I mean, was I gonna make? Was I gonna be a billion dollars? Or you know, no, 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 not even close. It will probably give me a few extra grand. <laughs> Recover me that strip club money. Um, but you know, about that level, and then pay a few mortgages. You know, at that level, it would have been nice. But then I can say that about every single stock with Apple and all that. And then I just go, you know what? I didn't lose money. I made it. And rest of the market, it's fucking, like, the market ain't the economy. It's pretty evident at this point because fuck it, right? I talked about it in the Robin Hood episode. And then the dangers of people just getting in there, you know, just, like, picking, just trying to get in the game on it. And then, uh, yeah, there's, is there continuous upward mobility for the stocks? I don't know. Like, Facebook, despite all the protests, hit the all-time high. Amazon... Despite all that, hit $3,000 a share. I did not envision that happening this fast. I envisioned $2,000 and at that maybe $2,500 if it continued when I was in around that $850 and then I accidentally sold those shares. You know, at like $1,350 was it? Some shit like that. So, but you know, I, I, I didn't, I, I just didn't like holding on to it. I, I would have, if I hung on to it, I would have had this guilt like I had with the Facebook shares for a long time. That's why I said in my head in the Facebook, as soon as it stays in the steady 200s and don't go below 200, I'm selling it. Because at the time that I, I sold off my Facebook shares, it did hit the 200 you know mark a few times, but it never really had the momentum to pass through. There's some doubt 
disappointing earning or the disappointing user base numbers come out so i just go it never really peaked past 200 and then it just like crashes down back down to like oh 160 150 you know teeter that level and then they recover back up and then like hey and i like it's such a it's such a unsteady wild ride uh for facebook compared to say amazon or google alphabet uh that stuff so and then even netflix i would say you know netflix is kind of feels like it's kind of peaking but at the same time it hasn't drastically like went down between what their maximum value versus the lowest and shopify is over you know what is it thousand dollars twelve hundred dollars now yeah how much is shopify stock now thousand fourteen dollars Man, it was this sort of universal display stock. I can talk about this shit forever. I still remember the numbers in my head. And how much is Tesla now? Yeah, thirteen eighty nine. And then, uh, you know, still since it's a competitor car company, I don't want to talk work, but you know, whatever. Elon, I talked about Elon enough. I'm not surprised that this is happening. And then, uh, yeah, and then there are a lot of a lot of bulls around everywhere in these markets. So what what could what could dent the momentum, especially the tech stocks? And then I just go, hey, uh, Apple is really becoming Microsoft, in my opinion. Apple's 372. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, Apple's holding up strong. Yeah, they got a lot of cash. Microsoft has a lot of cash. Microsoft is $208. One thing I noticed when uh, Apple started coming out with a WWDC, and I have had this feeling for a while, about five years or so, I really think Apple's becoming Microsoft when it comes to technological stuff. And I know some people called this out shit before, even 10 years ago. Uh, you know, it's like Apple is becoming Microsoft with their software focus and all that stuff. But you know, I, I I'm gonna talk just purely architecturally because the products that they're coming coming with. Even 2007, somebody said this. It's official. Apple is the new Microsoft. Well, because Apple, the monopolist, you know, uh, sticker shock. Apple, the copycat. Blah blah blah. Apple, the bully. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to say technologically, where the iPad is getting set up, you know, way they're trying to somehow unify Mac and iPad and all the iOS, you know, try to have the iOS, iPad OS apps be translated into the Mac for the productivity apps. You know, that, you know what company really took that to the heart with the anti-kernel and all that shit? Because, uh... Apple is not an anti-kernel, obviously. I'm obviously referring to Windows. When Windows Windows 7, Windows 8, you know, the Windows 8 transition was happening. Uh, and then the Windows Mobile that became Windows Phone. There was a Mango Tango release, 7.5, blah, 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 all those. Uh, although the looks of Windows 7 and Windows Phone look similar with the whatever design, the block design they have on the Windows 8 and 10 now, the underneath was not the same. It was not the same technology. They kind of patched that shit together. And then when it got to Windows 10, and then the rest of the devices, and then the architecture they got with the surfaces, with the ARM architecture versus the Intel architecture, it kind of like, you know, it kind of merged all the same way. Now, Apple, I mean, the Microsoft obviously got out of the mobile business uh, for the phone business and decided to go focus on Xbox and other you know, ambition ideas like the HoloLens. But, you know, basis of like how Xbox is made and how it is finally able to seamlessly stream with the Azure cloud and then the Windows system. 
and then how the Xbox and PlayStation, since the current generation, are also Intel-based, not Power PC-based. I am really going into the computer architecture side here with the instruction set. Uh, has made it easier for porting stuff in between. You know, when it comes to software development, in my opinion, I'm sure the kernel base is the same. And then the upcoming Xbox you know, Series X was it, and PlayStation 5, they still are holding to the Intel architecture. I think they're both using the AMD processors. So that continues. So any development that's done in Windows versus the Xbox versus whatever other Microsoft-based system, it will be goddamn seamless. Easier for the developers, easier for the companies to come up with the right applications. And then uh, obviously Apple is going the same way. Mac OS ain't the fucking iOS. But... They made a fatal call, you know, a couple weeks ago at the WWDC saying, we're not doing Intel architecture anymore. We're going to go ARM, which is sort of in the reverse of what Microsoft has, in my opinion, which is heavily Intel instruction set based uh, operating system and kernel, in my opinion, although it does support ARM also. But, you know, majority of the Windows machines are Intel based. And Apple said, fuck it, we're leaving out of that. If their OS and kernel were, were not different already. So they're completely going with battery and I guess performance in a sense. So they're going they're going more towards instead of PC out method that they were thinking we're gonna go mobile and then the new computing iPad tablet out into the rest of the system so either you know adobe premiere studio or the movie maker all that shit photoshop either come to this new kit you know they're transitioning to over the next couple of years and then make sure the mac os you know with that architecture and then that performance will hold up and hopefully this would give a greater seamless whatever app shop they also created into the macs and the Mac OSs, you know, have become seamless over to iPad. I think it becomes sort of an ultimate, ultimate, whatchamacallit, cannibalization where iPad finally takes over Macs. The greatest problem, even if I looked at all the applications on iPad OS, iPad versus the Mac, I mean, Mac is still the productivity tool with all the studio video editing, photo editing, or even game, you know, those apps, but on the iPad OS, while the computing capability and benchmarks are there exactly to the iOS, iPad OS application, I cannot find the fucking Adobe equivalent version from Mac OS versus the iPad OS or iOS system, right? Yeah, you got those like Lightroom and all that, but those are fucking fluff, you know, you know, to go apps that they got. And then the premiere on Go is awfully. I tried it on both, you know, iOS and the fucking Android. No, it's not that good. Like iMovie is still like very seamlessly good between the two, you know. So, god dang. So sorry. I thought I got a text message. So, anyways, so I I really think way Apple's going. They're going what Mike they're doing what Microsoft basically started doing 10 years ago when they're going transitioning into the one kernel one team one company model uh one system with the Windows 8 launch and then it kind of you know ameliorated better through the Windows 10 so you know bumps on the roads ahead I know Apple sent out the developer kits I hope all the applications are 
they're all good and seamless. I'm sure Apple will get there. They take their fucking time. TVOS, that's another fucking confusion. There's TVOS, iPadOS, WatchOS, iOS, and then macOS. Or I just go, all right, HomeKit. Well, that's more of an SDK. So I kind of go, all these will be one single development platform, which is what Microsoft has done. It's just that Microsoft, unfortunately, do not have much footprint, you know, outside your Windows PC and Xbox and then the servers. But, you know, you, you, you get the idea. So, uh, well, and then the Surface tablets and all that, which is basically Windows at this point, right? So, anyways, I'm just going to leave it there. I don't want to drag on and go into the computer architectural talk. So, what do you think? Am I, am I far off saying that Apple is becoming Microsoft? I really don't understand their valuation that they're at yes they're they're like selling well with the accessories but none of their products are really a high margin yes ipad iphone 11 did well but ipad i don't think people are really buying ipads i know the number increase ticked up a little bit yeah and then people start buying apple watch more and more as that watch gets more polished but i just go is that really a groundbreaking number at this point you know, to complement that. Oh, Apple's becoming a software service company. What, charging 30% on everybody? And then that brought like $600 billion in revenue that they're going to get called out on now because it's such a bullshit charge, upcharge they do. You know, they get called out on it. And then I'm sure they will get fixed. They got all those cash lying around. Why aren't, like, why are they really innovating? iPhone, it's not that exciting anymore. It's become a cyclical replacement tool at some point, like a car. Same as uh, Samsung's with the Galaxies. You'll have to replace it every three, four, even five years. Like I'm, I don't really have a plan to change the phone this year after I replace the screen. This is the longest iPhone, any smartphone that I have used in my life. And just because I said that, maybe it will get to a point that I will replace because that's what seems to happen every time. But really, yeah, I haven't really felt the need to change it. I, iPhone 10. this is still my favorite phone of all time. Top two for sure, next to Galaxy Nexus. Um, so, you know, I I I understand the steady and safety that the investors feel about Apple, but technologically looking at it, and then what is with the margin that they're trying to keep and hang on to, but not really anything revolutionary coming out. Oh, look at the AirPod. I just go. It's a fucking accessory. Who gives a shit? Oh, what about the Apple TV Plus? I just got Apple TV. Apple TV Plus is free for a year for everybody. That's a subscription number. The one year is coming up in a couple months, folks. Do you think all those people will come back? I just quit my Quibi account. I see all the Quibi ads coming up because they know that every 90 day like fucking trial is coming to an end now for majority of the people. So they disappeared for a while on the ads and they start showing up on the YouTube ads. I was like, oh shit, the 90 day trial is coming up. I didn't renew it. I thought about kept last minute catching up on every single show. Nah, I didn't really see a show that I wanted. Do you think? Don't you think same thing's gonna happen with Apple TV Plus? And then they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, you want to buy an iPhone 12, and then we'll give you one year free uh membership about Apple TV Plus." You know, as long as you're a new subscriber, do that shit. If you're an existing subscriber who bought iPhone 11 and then got this extended another year, uh. Too bad we don't we don't work that way. If they do that and be like, no, oh, no, this is like Amazon Prime. You get it when you buy our device, and we upcharge you this much, 
and then take that into the price consideration and not include the charger and earphone, maybe that's a, that's a trade-off to think about at school. Yeah, cause just because I have a new Apple device, I just have it every time I get it, you know? Or do people forget to unsubscribe and get their shit charged like it's an AOL, you know? Then I go to school like they have become AOL. But I don't think any of these avenues that are margins are really good enough compared to what they were doing with the rest of the Macs, which haven't really updated so much. And then the iPhones, which really haven't drastically so changed so much, but the cost of you know updating them is going up. But then the sales numbers, they, they it's not the sales numbers of five years ago. You know what I mean? I mean, so I, I don't understand. So... A year ago, about 10 months ago, the stock price was 220, 219, hovering around there. Now it's up to 372. So if I do my math here, uh, $153 difference, and then you know take that as a 220, that's a 70% valuation increase. And then yes, stock is speculative. Can you really tell me that 10 months ago, Apple? Is 70% more valuable today than it was. This is a... And then... Oh, no. But this is like price... I mean, how is this priced in with respect to what? So, because of that, I... And then the price-to-earning ratio, people say, fuck it at this point. But I, I kind of go like... I, I really do not understand the momentum for Apple. You can hang on as long as you want, but you you really need to call it when you need to let it go. So <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. I can't go on and on about all these fucking investments. So yeah, be careful with these tech companies. You know, tech companies are usually high growth, which means they're susceptible to fucking popping at any moment. So anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe on the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and uh, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever pod thing you use, you can find this show. Email me at aa-show.outlook.com. Email me at aa-show.outlook.com. I don't have Twitter. I don't have a social media for this thing. I got rid of all that shit dedicated to this show because social media is a fucking poison. Boycott Facebook, all right? Bye-bye. Uh-huh.